Hello, and welcome to Morlocks, a Let's Experiment show about finding new homes for the lost and forgotten uh, characters from Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Mark from Capital Crisis. How are you hey doing? There. Oh, I'm doing great. And you? Doing just fine. Um, and this is going to be kind of a special episode, but we'll get into that in a minute. But first, would you mind talking a little bit about yourself? Sure. Yeah. So uh, my my name is Mark. Uh, full name Marc Andre. Um, I have been playing Crisis Protocol pretty much since it came out. Um, playing miniatures for about twenty years. Uh, started with the Clicks games, if you're familiar with those. Um, Mech Warrior and uh, Mage Knight. Before that, I don't know if you ever played those. I I have not necessarily played them, but I have friends who have like build up the minis and likes painting them and stuff. I've played a lot of the uh BattleTech video game. Okay, yeah. Yeah, same. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh yeah, so actually so that that was like a kind of a a bit of an innovative type of game because it was well, like HeroClix still exists now, same company. You know, it's a it was a collectible miniatures game with boosters. If they were pre-painted, you crack them open and you you know, you'd play with what you got. Mm-hmm. Um so of course, like the constructed stuff was fun, and so it was the uh, draft. The, um, the draft, yeah, exactly. You could do draft and sealed type stuff, which was pretty unique for a minis game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was sweet. Uh, I actually, I got pretty like I was twelve when I started playing these miniatures games, and uh, I got into the competitive side pretty quickly. Um, I actually uh, won the world championship for Mech Warrior uh, the, when I was fifteen. And then again when I was seventeen, um, so that was, that was pretty sweet. Then that got me got they got me going on you know competition uh, pretty mm-hmm. early. <laughs> uh, that game unfortunately, like power creep, kind of got insane and like very quickly, you know, it kind of died down uh, after that. Uh, then the company eventually uh, kind of got bought out and sold to uh, Tops, which I guess is now with Hasbro. Mm-hmm. Uh, so kind of, I dove into 40k a couple of years, played that competitively. That was, um, uh, you know, fine, I guess. Pretty yeah. different mm-hmm. than, especially than Crisis Protocol, but uh, very different from other games. Um, and so that was like, okay, but it wasn't quite what I wanted to get out of it. Uh, I then read up on War Machine uh, right at the tail end of its first edition. And it really spoke to me. So I've been playing that since pretty much the end of uh, the, the first edition. I don't know if you ever uh, played War Machine or, or Hordes. Uh, uh, so for f- I have mentioned this on the show before, but I am weird in Marvel Crisis Protocol content creators where I did not come from a different miniatures game. Okay. I came from the like Arkham Horror, the card game, Marvel Champions, uh, cooperative card game scene into Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, okay. Because I was looking... My sister's really big into the Marvel movies. I'm kind of mad on them, but that's a whole different discussion. <laughs> uh, but I've been looking for things that she is willing to play with me. Oh, and cool. we saw the core box from Marvel Crisis Protocol in the shop, and I'm like, would you play with me this with me if I got it? And she's like, yeah, sure, I would try it. And so I picked it up and fell really in love with the game. That's great. That's really cool. Yeah, no, finding something like that with your uh, with your sister is awesome. I yeah. haven't actually gotten her to sit down and play it yet. Um, oh, okay. But th- my new work schedule has laid out where I don't get to see my sister all that often anymore. Right. Yeah, no, and and that's fair. But no, that's re- that's really cool. I've I've tried to get my uh, my brother into it, and he's so so. It's it's a it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> uh, so it- I don't have necessarily the contextualization of other miniatures games. I'm coming at it from a very different angle than most of the rest of the player base. Oh, totally. Um, So, yeah, so I guess I've been playing War Machine now about uh, 12 years. Mm -hmm. Um, My most recent success with that was in 2019, uh, winning their uh, world championship, the Iron Gauntlet um, championship in Seattle. since there has not been one in 2020 or 2021, uh, I guess that was the last time they held it, but it will hopefully take place again in 2022. Um, and actually over the pandemic, uh, yeah, they, um, well, I've been working as a play tester for them 
uh, on a on a contractual basis. So that's been a real, that's kind of like my my journey with non MCP minis. Um, oh, I guess I played Guild Ball throughout its life as well, uh, mostly just with friends, kind of beer and pretzel mode. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I mean, MCP when I heard when it was announced, you know, I saw Pagani and Schick attached to the project, so I knew it would be good. So um, you know, even on like the release day. Pretty much me and all my buddies, we got start we got starter sets. We built them like basically the Saturday after release day. They released on Friday. Uh, I just hosted hosted everyone at my place. We built them, played them, and everyone was pretty much hooked. We've all been playing it since. Yeah, my my D and D group basically. We all we all decided to uh, kind of go ham into that. And yeah, I mean, obviously the game has been awesome since. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, again, I knew Pagani and Shik from the War Machine days. Or their War Machine days, yeah. So I knew it was going to be good, mm-hmm. and I say they. I would say they met 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 my expectations, and also you know just the recent mini stravaganza is like proof positive that they're staying on top of things. Yep. Like right, like they're they're treating it like a you know a a work like a constant work in progress, which just kind of shows how uh, you know dedicated they are to it. So yeah, so I've been playing that a lot. Um, not so much on TTS. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's ob- it's for a lo- obvious reasons pretty popular, um, mm-hmm. but to be honest, the the play testing that I do for uh, War Machine is all online, and I only have I can only tolerate so much uh, <laughs> online internet. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can only tolerate so much of that before you you know you go and say I want to put minis on the table. Very and, fair. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's me. Mm-hmm. So, what character did you bring for us to talk about today? So, I brought what has to be my favorite villain from the '90s uh, Spider-Man cartoon. Uh, he goes by Cletus Cassidy, mm-hmm. also Carnage. I fell in love with that character both through the, the you know the, the the show, and uh, it was it wasn't something I really watched at home, but uh, my parents basically had me with a babysitter a few hours a week and uh, I'd always watch it at her place. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, you know, I don't know if you ever saw the over the old overpower cards, but anyway, the art, the card art for that one is something I still remember. You know, I was, I was maybe 10 years old mm-hmm. uh, when I, when I got it and I just remember seeing the carnage picture being like, wow, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know what? Yeah. So that, that's who I'm bringing today. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and this leads us into what kind of makes this a special episode, because in addition to this normal episode, there will be a special bonus episode going up on the Patreon, uh, which is patreon.com slash Lexa White for all of those, all of you who don't know, where I will be sitting down with Mark and we will be talking about Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage and talking about our opinions of it and whatnot, because we have both seen it at time of recording. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I happened to live beside a movie theater, so it was. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I couldn't not. Yeah, <laughs> there are so many movies coming out this month that I want to see, like so many. Oh yeah, uh, what else are you excited for? Uh, we got Dune. Yes, true. And I'm a Denise Villeneuve fan, so it's like I don't care about Dune all that much, but Denise Villeneuve is my guy. Yes, uh, I, I have to, I have to interject. It, it is. Uh, yeah, as, as he's you know someone from uh, French Canada like myself. I am so pronouncing it Oh no 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 no! I'm just saying you got I got to support his, uh, his his efforts. Yes. Yes. But it is a uh, yeah he he's uh, he's made some great movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Arrival is honestly one of my favorite films of all time. Oh nice. Yeah, it is good. Mm-hmm. And then I like it too for sure. I'm also really excited for Last Night in Soho. Oh, okay, I haven't really heard about that one. Uh, it's the new Edgar Wright film with Anya Taylor-Joy. Oh, okay. That just looks really trippy and cool. Nice. So, yeah. Nice that. So, the, those are the other two that I'm really excited for. And then, like, early November, we get Eternals, which I am interested in. Not necessarily excited by, but kind of bewildered by. <laughs> that they would make it? I, I get why they're making it. On like a functional standpoint, it's going to be very useful in the grand structure of the Marvel Universe, MCU Universe and stuff. I'm just 
not sure what the actual plot is yet. They, they've done a lot of character piece stuff and not a lot of like, here's what the actual driving function of this is. If yeah, yeah, sense. you, yeah, no, I do, I do, I do uh, agree that it hasn't been like the actual, they've been pretty light on the plot spoilers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, like, even the trailer. So, right, like, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to diverge too much into the Venom talk, but right, like the trailer was not super informative, let's yeah. say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but yes. yeah, no, I, 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 I'm with you with, on, with Dune and like the advanced reviews look really good already. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, no, I'm very much looking forward to that one. I loved the book. I only read it recently mm-hmm. um, and it was really great. Yes. But... In a, in, in a way that you can see all of the, what it did to modern literature and modern oh, yeah. sci-fi. Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I will not contest that Dune is not important. <laughs> Dune is very yeah. important. And yeah. like, all the other adaptations of Dune have also been, like, separately important. Especially the version that never actually came out, Jodorowsky's Dune. Um, oh. Do you know why that's important? No. Uh, that's where Ridley Scott and H.R. Geiger met. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty important meeting. Yeah. <laughs> they were both, like, involved in the film and met that way, and then they went on to make Alien. Well, that's all I need to know. Yeah. There's a great documentary on the trouble production of that film. Oh. Um, called Jodorowsky's Dune. Makes sense. Where, where, where's that? Is that on like, Netflix? Or? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I watched it like a year or so ago, and I've kind of lost track of where it's been since then. Oh, here we go. Looks like it's on Amazon. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Amazon has a lot of weird documentaries on it. <laughs> None about Amazon, though. I bet. God no! Why would they? <laughs> why would they bury themselves? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Connage, um, were there any places that jumped out to you where you think he would fit? Other than obviously the Spider Foe, that is like his home already. So we're looking for new homes here. For sure, yeah. So I've played him in a, about, about half the affiliations and. I very much liked him in Steve Rogers's Avengers. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, obviously discounts are always nice, um, but also, um, you know, obviously you look at you look at Carnage just that card, right? And you go, well, okay, five physical is awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest, not so much. Uh, so the idea was to pair him with actually two bodyguards. It, depending where you deployed them on the board and whatever. Mm-hmm. So you'd have Steve Rogers and Okoye kind of mm-hmm. there to protect him as needed. Um, and of course, the discount on Sadistic Glee especially was really mm-hmm. nice. You know, a one-cost Friday AI is, uh, is pretty good, mm-hmm. especially when your opponent can't roll crits. Yep. So that was that was certainly one, uh, one place where I played him. Um, the Avengers roster also synergizes pretty well with doomed prophecy because there's so many physical attacks and mm-hmm. a lot of you know like you, know, you got like black widow 2 uh captain himself really and it's going to be even more interesting with his new card where he's throwing like nine dice shield throws with ricochet um <laughs> mm-hmm. and then also uh, war machine yeah war machine to hawkeye yep yeah yeah both awesome awesome with doomed prophecy as well so there's like that kind of like side synergy just like that sort of like mm-hmm. horizontal use for that card um, and again, all you've got—I mean, it's—it's it's something everyone takes, but it's—it's it's quite good in Avengers too. Mm-hmm. So, um, all of those kind of help them work. And uh, yeah, so that—that that was like pretty good. Um, I haven't played him with Sam Avengers, but I, I don't see how that would be bad, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, um, get, getting that free move on a medium base is nice, especially when he's got that range three builder. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, he can be airlifted because he is size two. Yes, he can. So really kind of like just a lot of, I think Avengers do a lot of what he wants. Um, you know, maybe the the one downside with Avengers is you don't want to stack too many uh, physical attacks. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you, re- you run into, you know, lists that have a lot of that uh, high physical defense or that have like ironbound looks like Convocation. Yep. But that that was the the first place really that outside of Spider Foes that sprang to mind with him. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I also very much like like playing him in uh, Criminal Syndicate. Mm. Yeah, that health pool really helps him in Criminal Syndicate. Yep. So the, the health pool is really nice. Um, he can have some pretty crazy blowout turns with, you know, uh, Carnage rules. Mm-hmm. And maybe Doom Prophecy, Blind Obsession, all you've got, some combination of all those cards. Uh, and all according to plan can make you guarantee it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that could, so like maybe, right, like your opponent thinks they're clever. They're like, cool, I'm going to daze Carnage and retain priority somehow. Maybe they're only playing three or four models. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they have, you know, Quarter Slave Proxima, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Say, no problem. Here's all, here's all according to plan. And now Carnage, who's probably on 10 power or close to, um, is going to have an absolute blowout turn. Um, so that, and, and and generally just also playing him, like, right up the board. Yeah. That can be pretty solid. So, and that just kind of synergizes well with Criminal Syndicate. He's a little faster than they are generally mm-hmm. with that medium base, medium move. Yep. So... That's kind of like been the the thought process of the Criminal Syndicate. I took it to a uh, well, took it. I, I played it in a tournament uh, that I, I ran um, at uh, at my place a, a few months ago, a couple months ago, and that was that was also uh, pretty sweet. It ended ended up uh, doing very well, all things considered. And I mean, in general, too, Carnage is cool just because I feel maybe it's my local guys, but like Venom's kind of popular. Mm-hmm. So having that. You know that Nemesis uh, has actually kind of come up more than once. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that really shifts the landscape. Um, there's a couple of affiliations I wanted to bring up. Uh, mm-hmm. The first being Midnight Suns. Okay. Um, he he does not mind the extra little bit of mo- mobility that he gets a lot more out of that range one place because he is a medium base rather than a small base. And then it allows him to more easily get into double attack range. Um, yeah. And then he also has the bleed synergies with Blade. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He he gives out bleed no matter what. Every single on both of his attacks, if I remember correctly. Um, yeah, so, as long yeah. as your opponent's not immune. <laughs> yeah. As long yeah. as you're not facing Ultron, you're good. Yeah, or uh, Vision. Yes. <laughs> Um, I also think he's solid in Cabal, either affiliation leader. I think both of them do stuff that he likes. Um, just cause, um, Red Skull, it just gives him power economy and that he's never going to complain about power economy. Um, just ramping him up to do more sadistic leads and more of his area attack. Um, is very mm-hmm. powerful. You also get the place off of the range two place off of Red Skull to really set him up if you need to, or pull yeah. him back from a dangerous situation. Um, and then on Sin, uh, he can go a lot harder on knocking out models because you can do the chain activation and still retain priority. Yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah, anytime you can manipulate priority is uh. It's good for him because your your whole goal is yeah to get one or two crucial dazes or KOs in an activation. I can see that. Mm-hmm. And then being able to retain that allows you a lot of safety um, in in uh, what you are doing. Because even if then even if you get dazed, you can just come back up and do it again. Because um, like his big thing is getting dazed after he's activated. Yeah. Um. I would also point maybe to Asgard. I just think he he has a massive health pool. um, And while he can go down kind of quickly to some types of attacks, he's really vulnerable to conditions. And with that large health pool, he can get stuck with a condition for a little while. And being able to just pay a power to clear a condition is very powerful on him, I think. Yeah, I've never played him in Asgard, but obviously like something like Shock or Stagger... Is not going to be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. he really wants to be double attacking each turn, and when he isn't in that state, it's he's a very different model. Yes, and yeah, for sure. 
Um, were there any other places you wanted to talk about him? Absolutely. Uh, my most, so probably my favorite affiliation and one where I've now been playing Carnage uh, has to be Defenders. Mm-hmm. So, right, like the Pentagrams, the Feralog, giving him that teleport. Again, you know, we're talking about wanting him to get two attacks per turn, or, per, or you know, per activation. Uh, it's a lot easier to do that with a portal. Yep. You know, you, you're teleporting within range one of that thing, and you're making range three attacks from there. Yep. Can't really escape it. Yeah. Uh, unless you give up Crisis, like, in a pretty significant way. Mm-hmm. So I've liked him for that reason. Uh, also, strange, you know, hey, seven physical defense, why bother attacking? Uh, and three energy and mystic means he actually, like, blocks, uh, you know, once in a while. Yeah. Uh, against those types. Mm-hmm. You can also heal him with strange. Yes. Which is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and making being able to make his attack something other than physical is sometimes really nice. And giving him an extra condition to give out. Yep. Yep. Hex and bleed. Yeah. Really yep. nice. Um, yeah. I also but... want to bring up Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carnage is a character with two character-specific cards. Um, and they're both kind of situational at times. Carnage Rules is a little less situational, but both of them can cannot come up in a game. Um... And being able to pitch it for rerolls when you see that you're not going to be able to use it in a game is very valuable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think. I mean, yeah, that's so. That's definitely not one I've I've tried myself, but mm-hmm. that's more just not not playing uh, Guardians too much. Um, I really enjoy Guardians. Um, hey, th- that's good. And you know what? We just had a tournament where Guardians went undefeated, so... Fantastic. (laughs) Yeah, Guardians are a very weird team. Yes. Um, So it's... it's, I think there is still much to be explored with Guardians. I agree, and and I think too, right? Like, we're seeing those reworkings of characters, and there's no way... And I think they confirmed already Star Lord is getting changed so mm-hmm. there's going to be uh some good times playing them yeah so um and then finally i want to bring up an interesting uh character uh, an interesting affiliation uh, that we haven't actually covered on the show ever which is black order we've talked about it a bunch of times but it's always been hard on the point values right um but i think with the gem changes it's easier now to like construct them in a way where you can get out of affiliation stuff in there. And if you want to KO people, Carnage is a very good person to KO people <laughs> with. True. Yeah. Gives you another really good all you've got target. Uh, like Corvus is often your main one, but mm-hmm. uh, Carnage makes a great backup for it. And Carnage also really likes the flip side affiliation ability from Black Order from Thanos, where he can pay health yeah. to reroll dice. Because mm-hmm. if you're using it to push through damage to KO someone, you can just heal all that health back with uh, Paint the Town Red. So, so would you see that as a in a in a uh, roster where maybe you're playing really high threat, like 19, let's say, right? You got like Corvus, Proxima. Thanos with uh, Mind Gem, or would you see it more as you play it in like a three-man roster with just Carnage, Corvus, and Thanos? I I think you can scale up now. I think the thing, the big change that has happened is that now you need to figure out how to scale your Blackwater rosters. Um, which is why I think Black Dwarf is actually going to see play in Blackwater now, just because it gives them a force threat to scale with. Um, right, and we could probably expect him to get some buffs, too. <laughs> I would not be surprised if he gets left alone. I'm expecting Ma to get buffs. Oh, him for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ebony Ma for sure. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
So is there one of those affiliations that we have talked about that jumps out to you as something you want to tackle? Oh, it's got to be. Yeah, it's got to be Avengers, especially okay. with the new Steve, especially with the new Steve. It's yeah. got to be them. <laughs> so let's get new Steve in there first off. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Uh, whoopsie. Uh, Captain America, Steve Rogers, who I, the changes to Steve are really exciting to me. Oh, totally. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, going up to five dice on his uh, throw, getting that free power out of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm thinking the bigger change is suddenly his interaction is size three mm-hmm. rather than size two. And that makes him very good now. Because um, suddenly you have two power and attack that also throws a size three. Oh, yeah. His, spend, his spender is fantastic. And now being able to throw everything except maybe like eight or nine characters in the game. Yeah. Is, is really nice. I actually, I have an early question about something. Um, yeah. Just because it's a really easy splash and gives us a kind of second affiliation, how do we feel about Carnage with Dormammu? Hmm. So I'll admit I'm pretty down on Dormammu. Uh, Clearly some very good players are having success with him and he's going to be a popular piece. Um, I find that his downside... Of, of the of his leadership is like too easy to exploit by a savvy opponent. Mm-hmm. Like they'll leave your stuff on one, and then you kind of get like completely wrecked and lose the activation. It's it's cube. It, it bringing back those cube math. Yeah, yeah. Like I found I had to kill my characters myself just mm-hmm. to not get screwed by it. Uh, like you know, like I, I had a iron fist on one health. My opponent's like, I'm not going to attack him. He can just die and, you know, not do anything next round. Uh, and I had to kill him myself with uh, all you've got. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so, like, in general, I don't I don't love what he what he brings. I, I don't love the downside. Um, with Dormammu, I mean, at least you're, you're getting your Sadistic Glee off mm-hmm. for free, which is nice. I just think Carnage kind of needs some support, and I don't see Dormammu giving it to him. Okay, fair. I just, I wanted to bring it up. Right. So now let's get in. We have a lot of options for what we follow up that with for us other Avengers. So many options. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> and one that we mentioned earlier who I love and I think works very well with Carnage is specifically uh, Black Widow, Agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think we're kind of drifting towards that Doom Prophecy kind of build. Mm-hmm. And she's uh, very yeah. good at picking up his scraps and getting VP off of it. Yeah, totally. Um, which never going to be a bad thing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, and then, are there any? What other three threat jumps out to you in that Avengers list? Because it's massive. Yeah, it's never ending. <laughs> Um, I think, I mean, you gotta, I think if we're going with the, you know, the staples, you gotta go with Iron Fist. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't love Heroes for Hire? You know, um, he doesn't have a ton of synergy with the Rogers leadership. I mean, he has none, mm-hmm. but, um, I think, and, and, and it's why I think also like Sam is probably another sort of like easy add to the roster. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I think both of them are pretty pretty clear winners here just in general mm-hmm. but it, you'll want to have them i think in any avengers roster yeah um i want to bring up an interesting character mm-hmm. which is corset iron man okay now that we have the orbital laser one thing that i have seen with carnage is sometimes he can get very flush with power yeah and just having the orbital laser to dump power into is never going to be a bad thing. Yeah, I mean it. It certainly will do that. Um, I think 
I often find myself spending it all with with Carnage, but you know, I think yeah, I guess Iron Man's probably not a, not a bad not a bad addition. Yeah, mm-hmm. he also gives us um, some damage diversity. Yeah, because um, we can we are currently fairly physical heavy. For sure. <laughs> um. But that leaves us four more slots, which I imagine we could fill all with just other Avengers. But are there any out-of-affiliation picks that really jump out to you? Yeah, so there is one out-of-affiliation pick that I think we're going to have to talk about anytime we talk Avengers. Uh, and his name is uh, Baron Mordo. Uh, with, with the with the Rogers leadership, he's pretty ridiculous. Like... <laughs> and he synergizes with Carnage, of course, because Carnage can heal himself. If you're in that spot where you're adding three Avengers, him and Mordo, you're not—you're never going to feel bad about that. Yep, and he gives us some Mystic. Yep, yeah, exactly. Mystic damage. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, the ferocity of Sidorak for one power is uh, bordering uh, on illegal. Mm. In my view, it's just so good. Yeah, I, I'm down <laughs> for Baron Mordo. Um. Yeah. What What do you think uh, about out of affiliation stuff? I I'm I'm giving it some thought for a second. Um. Mm. A character who I don't know if they will be out of affiliation or not, but I do want to bring up is Rogue. Ah, I knew you were gonna say Rogue. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. Did- Turning her throw into a two-cost throw, because it's size four on a four-cost character. It's excellent. Mm-hmm. The character is excellent. And it gives you a tone one charge. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's great. Mm-hmm. She's got flight, right? Yes, she got flight and immunity to poison. Yeah, that part is nice. And anytime you can fly with a charge, it's like pretty relevant. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she has I... ways to steal power. Oh yeah, it's great. Mm-hmm. I think I think Rogue uh I really hope she's an Avenger cuz mm-hmm. I yeah, I agree with you that she works really well here too. Yeah. But I uh, until we have the official affiliation document, we will be treating her unaffiliated. <laughs> um so if we add Mordo and Rogue, I guess that leaves us with two spots? Yep, two spots. Um, it adds up quick with Avengers. Yeah. Do we want an in-affiliation for? Just for, like, points value-wise. Hmm. Well, we have we have Rogers, but um, I guess if we wanted a second one, mm-hmm. our options would be Wolverine, no. Mar- Captain Marvel, I mean, maybe. Uh, Blade is interesting because he brings us more Mystic. Mm-hmm. But the one I want to bring up is Black Panther. Right. Because there is a very interesting wording. Because I played uh, Doom Prophecy Wakanda for a while. Okay, yep. Um, had mixed to positive. I had good success with it everywhere but my league games. Um. But, of note, his pounce is not once per turn. It's once per activation. Okay. So when you've all you've got at him, he can make a second pounce. Hmm. That's interesting that it's worded that way. But... Yeah. That's a pretty good... That's a lot of extra damage. Potential. And, and he is a... That puts him at a nine dice builder. Yeah. That you can re-roll all. And Mantle <laughs> of Black Panther is this turn. So you yeah. spend it once, and then for the entire all you've got activation, you're getting re-roll any. Yeah, if you build that combo, that's uh, that's pretty gross. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, yeah, alright, that sounds cool. Yeah, and it just it gives us another threat, and I think, of note, it gives us a long mover. Yeah, true. We don't have that yet. Mm-hmm. That leaves us with one more character. Is anyone else jumping out to you as someone you want to talk about? 
Well, I mean, Okoye has got to be has definitely been one that I've been putting in my Avengers Carnage rosters, and pretty much let's say it's Okoye. Mm-hmm. Pretty much every roster that I, I put down on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't have a two cost yet. Okay. So, and, and I can't, in my head, I'm like, don't see the big appeal over, you know, for like Nebula or Toad mm-hmm. uh, that I do with Okoye in this roster. So I think I would just throw her in because it just, it's a reflexive move, but I think it's the right one. So my only question is, how often are we going to be playing Sam? over Steve. Because if we're playing Sam somewhat often, I would I would petition to bring Bob in. To get that extra synergy off the dazes? Yeah, because he dazes himself so you can trigger Sam affiliation at your own choosing. Rather than at your opponent's leisure. Because that's, that's kind of the big thing about Sam's affiliation is it's at your opponent's choice rather than at your choice. I agree that Bob makes it interesting. Um, but honestly, like when you're playing, let's say you're playing Steve and Sam together. Mm-hmm. It's not even clear to me that you're like, or no, it is clear to me. I think Steve might actually be your main pick uh, because you're getting that like one cost airlift, mm-hmm. uh, that one cost charge, like that L move charge with a range four ignore line of sight attack is mm-hmm. so good and when it only costs you one it's devastating okay very um, fast yeah so i think yeah. i probably stick with koye on okay. this one i just i wanted to bring that up because i i have had bob do big success in sam affiliation i can see that i, I could totally see that mm-hmm. yes no the two places i have seen bob is sam affiliation and black order Hmm. Um, cause you turn one, shoot off the rocket, daze himself, turn two, you price, uh, price of failure, Bob, and give everyone three power. <laughs> okay, I had not heard that one before. <laughs> that rocks. Yeah. <laughs> that, that one is a personal favorite, just cause it's so dumb, and uses a card that doesn't get used all that often, but it's very powerful, actually. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I, uh, wow, that's great. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So, talking about missions, I think there is a very obvious one that, that we need to get in immediately just because of our physical defenses, which is Mutant Madman. Okay, yeah. Um, that's the, yeah. Because it's what we got five on Carnage, four on Captain America, Steve Rogers, four on Widow, um, Four on Iron Man, four on Rogue, four on Black Panther. So it's like we have a lot of fours. We do, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I see, I see. So I, I kind of like that. Although I guess I'm, my one question about that is like, are we okay with the fact that we don't have like a ton of like long range attacks? Because the, the B setup is, like, pretty cool, and you've got, like, you know, powerful long-range stuff, like MODOK or, you know, Cable or what have you. Mm-hmm. Well, I think we're playing a, a differently designed B than that. I I think looking at our characters, we have a, a, we have a fair number of charges, mm-hmm. and uh, we have um, characters who like to get in the face of other people, so it's going to be a... It's going to be a turn one, we get our back points. Turn two, we're on your points, trying to steal your points out from under you with our four and five dice. Even though you're still standing on them. And play a very aggressive B. Okay, yeah. Also, when you flip that, you get the damage from it to help you with your dazing and KOing. Yeah, that's fair, and and we we are probably going wide most of the time here, mm-hmm. um, and not expecting to retain priority super often. Yeah. So last activation, flipping, double moving, flipping a point from out from underneath someone is is powerful. True. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So we, we've also, um, so I mean, I think that's that's a good uh, first secure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think we do need to look at sword base. Mm-hmm. We we have set ourselves up to play five at fourteen if we go the Sam route. Yeah, because what so, would that be, Sam? Uh, let's see. It'd be Sam, Iron Man, uh, potentially Mordo, Okoye, and uh, see here, uh, Iron Fist. Mm. Okay, yeah, but we're throwing Carnage out at fourteen. Yeah, I mean, you unless you're okay playing four at fourteen, mm-hmm. or you know, if you have like two, you can, you can do it if you have like two affiliated. Um, Two threats. Uh, two threats, yeah. So I guess if, if we had taken Black Widow 1, we could do that. Mm-hmm. But here we, we... And we do also have the, the option, yeah, to swap Black Widow 2 in instead of, you know, Mordo or mm-hmm. uh, Iron Fist, if, if we want. Mm-hmm. And actually, since she's affiliated, that makes it really easy. Mm-hmm. It's... My thing with Sword Base is that it... While I think we have an okay plan for it, I don't think we have the, like... Definite a, a good enough plan to get advantage over most other teams. If they're not planning for sword base, it can be pretty rough for them. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, Iron Fist is like, yes, we don't have the pushes that you might want, but we do have the Doom Prophecy Black Widow. Well, I mean, we're, well okay, spoiler, yeah. we're, we're putting Doom Prophecy in the 10. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, right, like, she, if you go first with her, in sword base, you can very quickly flip the contest math with her, because mm-hmm. everyone's already hanging out on like that center line. Yeah. So it's that brings me to a thing I was going to bring up, um, and let's put sword base on off to the side for a second. We we can get back to it. Uh, but what do you think about intrusions open across city as seals collapse? It's an interesting one, one that lends itself well to a team that wants to grind. Mm -hmm. I think our team is, it falls more towards that than something looking to end things quickly. Mm -hmm. Although, I mean, if you get lucky on the pushes with the, with the Captain Americas, uh, you will, uh, you'll, you'll do well there. But um, yeah, like I, I think, I think our, our, our game plan is okay there. I don't know that we love 19th threat with what we've, we're bringing, though. Well, so it's... it's I'm coming from... So, uh, Intrusions is a fixed version of the Space Gem scenario from the uh, Infinity War kit. Okay. Um, and having just recently played Carnage on that Infinity War kit Space Gem scenario, he is devastatingly good because it's... Everyone's around an objective, and you can at any point move to a different one of the objectives. Like, you day someone at one objective with one attack, you can just spend to go to a different objective to try and day someone there. And so it means that even spiking on a roll to day someone early is not a disadvantage for you when you're playing this aggressive train. Okay. And also, with all you've got Doom Prophecy, you can very quickly run out of targets. <laughs> and this prevents you from running out of targets, for the most part. That's interesting. Yeah, uh, I again, I'm not sure I love the 19th threat here. Mm-hmm. But I do see the use in being able to move around the table with it. Um, I have, I've only played a few games with Intrusions to date. And yeah. I, I agree that the Teleport... Like, will surprise people, mm-hmm. and when you it makes the whole board live, like people basically can't run away easily. Yeah. So basically, I guess we're giving Carnage the option to, to hunt someone down, mm-hmm. wherever they might be. Yeah. So okay, sure, yeah, all right, you've convinced mm-hmm. me. Uh, that, that sounds pretty cool. And it'll with us going wide. On intrusions, because what what is what would our nineteen be? One second, uh, nineteen with carnage. We have uh, 
both five and six wide options at 19. Um, Because we could play a team of, like, Captain America, Carnage, then, like, Black Widow, Rogue, and Black Panther. We have enough four threats on that list to play five wide and be an aggressive team at at 19. But also, we have enough three-pointers where we can go play, like, a Sam Wilson, Carnage... Cap America, Iron Fist, Iron Man, Okoye team. Yeah. Yep. And play six wide. So mm-hmm. we I, actually I, yeah, have... Yeah, I like six wide. And that that versatility at that point value, I think, is, is a lot stronger than you initially gave it credit for because we can match up into whatever opponent is doing very well. Yeah. Okay, maybe 19 is not so bad. Mm-hmm. My going back to the sword based conversation, and this is mm-hmm. this is a personal thing for me on the show. It's it's a scenario that we're taking with the express idea not to use Carnage in a show where we're trying to showcase Carnage, which is why I'm a little like uh, 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 about it. If that makes sense. Sure. Um, but if you if you really want to get it in there, I will. We can put it in there. All right, so let, let's say sure. So let's say we're we're always trying to put uh, Cletus on the uh, the table here. I agree that then the fourteen is uh, is not so hot for him. Mm-hmm. Um, so if I'm thinking another secure, or I want him, I mean something that forces your opponent to clump up is the ideal is, is the ideal situation mm-hmm. here. So right, I mean the two. Uh, e setup, so either mm-hmm. demons or gamma, mm-hmm. kind of the obvious picks here. And I actually think he likes gamma a fair bit. Oh yeah, people are taking extra damage if they're going out to the sides to get extracts. Mm-hmm. Uh, if not, they're all in his range. It it makes his spender more impactful too. Yeah, mm-hmm. which we haven't really talked about. Uh, but obviously, it's uh, pretty brutal with statistically. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he mm-hmm. when he's got when he's loaded up on power, it's really gross. Yeah. Uh, rampage, like the the rampage trigger on the attack does so much damage. Oh yeah, especially if you can once you hit like two people, it does a fair bit of damage. When you hit three, it is devastating. It feel it feels like it feels pretty unfair when you get when you get it on three people. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, yeah, it, it's it's unreal. Um, you know, I I think like people don't always give those area attacks enough value, especially when they're big spenders like five or six power. You know, like on uh, Strange Two, Cable or Carnage, I think people don't always like give them full credit for what they can achieve. Medusa, but it's a lot. Mm. Medusa spender is like quietly very strong. Oh, yeah. Because you get full reposition on every character in that attack. I think it's size three? I think it's size three. Yeah, it's size three, yeah. Mm -hmm. But, like, getting mass reposition on your opponent's team is very powerful. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Carnage does less of that. He does just more of, I'm rolling a million dice at you. Mm -hmm. You can't explode your crits. Yeah. Let's see what happens. And and I think we are <laughs> underplaying how powerful the not exploding your crits is. It, um, it's yeah, it's it's a big deal. Yeah. Um, because it it means the opponent cannot spike on defense. At mm-hmm. maximum they can roll defense equal to their defense value. Yep. Anything more than that is impossible because they cannot explode their crits. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah. So I'm down, I'm down with Gamma for sure. At 15, we got a bit more flexibility at the roster. Yeah, and Carnage is a fan of what happens at 15. Mm-hmm. But because your opponent, your opponent often has to play like those slightly cheaper. Yeah, dudes, mm-hmm. and then you're like, ah, well, they're easy to kill. Mm-hmm. I have a weird suggestion for our first extract, and this okay. may be a little too weird. So I'm just going to say that out of the gate. How do you feel about Wakanda and Herb? Not as a thing we score necessarily, 
but as just something that Carnage can go up and get for turning all of his attacks into six dice builders and giving him immunity slow and stagger. I mean, I, I like, I'm a big fan of uh, Wakanda Herb at, at the worst of times. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's one that I've been putting in my roster a lot less because I'm not playing rosters that try to take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have a lot of physical attacks. Yeah. So you know what? Why not? Um, mm-hmm. And yes, I agree that him being slow or staggered is basically a death sentence. So being able to stop that or mitigate it heavily. Is nice, mm-hmm. yeah, sure, yeah. Let's 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 go with herb now. Of course, the new crisis rules means we have to play it sometimes. Yeah. Um. But we do have airlift, which can make some cheeky things happen, like oh, yeah. mid mid to late game, like mm-hmm. maybe your opponent's not expecting it. And we also have Iron Fist, who's a surprisingly good herb carrier. Yep. Yeah, with the flying kick and heroes for hire. Yep. Which we, we are including. Yeah, we we will get to that in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, Heroes for Hire and Flying Kick means he travels a fair distance across the board in one turn, and then you can also airlift him afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. Let's go. Yeah, Herb sounds good. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as other uh, extracts, I've been playing him with uh, Spider Infected. Which I like. Uh, I like having a potential fix for you know the Black Order matchup when you're playing Avengers. Mm. Again, it's it's going to be randomized in the future, so it may be a bit tougher to make happen consistently. Yeah. Um. So maybe and like so I haven't like fully because I, like I haven't really played with the new rules as far mm. as the crisis selection goes. I I kind of like to play stuff only when it's like official. Yeah. Um. But that's me. Um, what do what do you think about Spider Affected here? I I think it's an interesting choice. Um, I am. It's. I would never. I would really want to pick up the Spider Infected on Carnage himself. For sure. But I think having using it to reposition your opponent's characters into your range is very useful. So I can definitely see it. Yeah, that's the thought, is you can use it to feed Carnage um, some friends. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have given ourselves the ability to play wide just with the roster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, generally Spider-Infected works better with a wide roster. You don't... You, it really sucks when MODOK <laughs> rolls that that die and, has, and you know, is moved. But you you don't feel so bad about it when it's a Koi or, or yeah. you know, Iron Fist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, because we haven't actually gone with any five threat characters. We're always generally expecting to, to play more stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I, I think that's what kind of why I like uh, Spider Infected here. That that makes a lot of sense. Um, and for the last one, uh, do we just want to scrum some more and put Research Station? Research Station is always. Uh, on my radar for sure mm-hmm. um it's gonna force people to the middle they're probably not gonna like that again we're often activating last so we're giving ourselves that last opportunity to maybe clear out a point mm-hmm. um we don't have a lot of pushes here i think I, what do we have we've got black panther um we have some throws we have so uh, that's true yeah and actually oh true uh, sam also has pushes on his attack mm-hmm. Not not the most reliable, but with Mordo, we can make that a bit more so. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and actually, Iron yeah, Mo- Man. <laughs> Iron Man, yep. And actually, Mordo can react to enemy pushes. Mm-hmm. So, I think for all those reasons, I, I agree with uh, Research Station as a third extract here. Cool. So now let's get into tactics cards. We already have a list. Um, yep. So let's get. We're getting all you've got in Doom Prophecy in there as our two restricted cards. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we were talking about Heroes for Hire. Yeah. I imagine we're taking Avengers Assemble. 100%. And then let's talk about the two Carnage cards. Yes. Good opportunity. I uh, think I play him with Carnage rules every time. Okay. 
But then let's talk about There Will Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Uh, where he can just spend power equal to enemies within three and give them all the root condition. Root is good. Yeah, root is very good. I'm not sure if it... Because we're, we're intending to flip characters, so I don't think a condition game is our direction. Yeah. Yeah, I would see it maybe as um, insurance against, like, characters that are just too tough for us to take down. There's not going to be many of those. I think it's... Root would be very good in one matchup, which is the Black Order matchup. Yeah, yeah. Root of Thanos. Root of Corvus Proxima, because suddenly they have to pay one for husband and wife. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll concede here that already I'm a little worried about Black Order. Mm Mm-hmm. So it may, it's it's a really, it's very much an ace in the hole sort of um, pick. Uh-huh. And we now have 10 tactics cards, so we can look at it as yeah. an option and then come back if, if we're running out of room. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, there, there, there's another card that I've gotten a little sweeter on uh-huh. uh, recently that, we have some great opportunities for, uh, and that card is Ricochet Blast. Interesting. Okay. I know. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. I'm. I. I you know, you asked me two weeks ago. I'm like, that's that's a trash card. You know, let's not even talk about it. But you know, Mordo can get us up to that nine dice mm-hmm. reroll all, mm-hmm. and we have two different captains. Yep. So, if we decide to take Iron Man. Mm-hmm. We have the opportunity to play it. Yes, but my thing is, do we play that or do we play Orbital Laser? Because we are getting up there in tactics cards already. True, true. And we did we did talk about the Orbital Laser. I guess I would say we take one of the two, mm-hmm. um, based a bit on your preference. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rerolls on nine di- uh, seven dice, yeah, it's not always going to be as good as like, hey, I'm rolling like you know. 14 dice, ignoring line of sight, cover, range 5 sort of deal. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I would chalk that one down to preference. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm good to chalk that down with preference. And which one do you prefer today? Today, I think... Tough, but I, I I really think having the two captains, and again, expecting Iron Man to potentially see a little bit of a buff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I think Ricochet Blast would probably be my, uh, my go-to here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I think we need some non character specific cards into this list. <laughs> For sure. Um and one that I've been seeing that I've been using more play with and I think is pretty solid with our lineup of of objectives is mission objective. Okay. Um I think Mission Objective is very good on Hub, um, and then pretty solid on uh, Spider Infected, just keeping those tokens away. It may not quite be good enough to get in our 10, but I wanted to bring it up. Hmm. I'll admit, it's not a card I've played much, um, but I, I like for me, I guess it. I, I guess I could see it on Herb. Mm-hmm. I'm a little less. Like, I, cause I usually write in my, in my mind, I'm like, oh, we'll play it, you know, with the single extract uh, crises. So, like, Skrull, Senator, Power Core. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the other place it's really good, which we don't have, but it's really amazing, is if you're playing on uh, Gene uh, Legacy Virus. Okay, right. Because you can uh, just use it to huck it over to get the third one auto person. Right. Right. Yeah, Legacy Virus is one I don't think works super well with our roster, but I do. I can see where it would be pretty good Yeah. Uh, so elsewhere. I, th- I don't think we're going to go for that one today. Um, another one I want to bring up, which I think is going to be very good for us because we don't like getting repositioned, is Psychic Shielding Device. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're... Already a bit weak to Mystic in general because we're playing Avengers. Yeah. 
and also we we are a team that wants to double attack a lot and so we have a big weakness to uh your enchantresses your modocs all of that type of stuff yeah yeah and so just getting to turn off the advances and like web warrior pulls is very powerful no totally yep uh 100% for PSD. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As well, put... a card to protect Carnage. How do we feel about Sacrifice? Uh, yeah, I was going to say the same thing. Mm-hmm. Sacrifice is... Uh, I think it's... I mean, it's a card that I've seen come up more recently, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And it's it's a, maybe a card some people slept on from the original pack. Yeah. Uh, it's good, though. Mm-hmm. And yes, here... You know, especially for the cost, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. Definitely sacrifice I would put in here. And I think the final one I really want to bring up is climbing gear. Mm-hmm. Just this is the idea to just help get Carnage into into position. It helps get Carnage into position, but also it's amazing on herbs specifically. Uh, right. Because it's an additional short move on herbs. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think we have, let's see, we have Carnage, who likes it. Uh, whoever our herb carrier is, you know, maybe um, Black Panther or, or, again, Carnage himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, How many does that put us up, up to? Uh, that that would be our tenth. We're at nine right now. Okay, gotcha. So if there's something else you want to throw in here, go throw it in, please. Well, so yeah, so thinking about, you know, some of the... I think, for me, the the one that so okay so we we know we're not getting priority most of the time. We're probably playing wider than our opponents. So cards like bitter rivals and uh, disarm are maybe a little bit less interesting mm-hmm. because again they're they're stronger on the on the play like like they say in you know, Magic. Yep. Um. So what well, one that I like when you're not on the play is blind obsession. Yeah. Where you know you need to keep someone safe. He just played during the, uh, I think it's activation phase, right? And you're just like, cool. Power phase, but yeah. Okay, yes. Uh, pretty much the same thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And the other cool thing about Blind Obsession is, um, oh, you're right, it is activation phase, but it's at the start, so basically the same timing window. Yeah. Um, But you can do the very, very fun and sneaky thing of Doom Prophecy on one side of the board and Blind Obsession on the other side of the board. Mm-hmm. And go, which of these two problems are you taking care of? Yep. Yeah, 100%. Uh, that's what makes Carnage really interesting, I find. And yeah, I, I love Blind Obsession. Uh, man, I, I've had games where, like, you know, your opponent only has physical. <laughs> he's, then he's rolling seven <laughs> dice yeah. against their, their main beater. Mm-hmm. When and, you're facing uh, yeah. Criminal Syndicate and they haven't decided to put Mysterio in. Yeah, my goodness. This Carnage gross there. Uh, a force as well. Poor, okay. poor She Hulk. Poor She Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think yeah, Bo would be my my tenth here. Cool. So that that gives us a full roster. Mm-hmm. Um, for those of you at home, you have we have Carnage, Captain America, Captain America, Black Widow, Agent of Shield, Iron Fist, Iron Man, Baron Mordo, Rogue, Black Panther, and Aquae. As our characters, our tactics cards are all you've got, Dune Prophecy, Heroes for Hire, Avengers Assemble, Carnage Rules, There Will Be Carnage, Ricochet Blast, PSD, Sacrifice, and Blind Obsession. For our secures, we have Mutant Madman turns city center into lethal amusement park, intrusions open across city as seals collapse, and gamma waves sweep across the Midwest. And then for our extracts, we have Mystic Wakandan Herb, Fact of Fission, uh, Spider-Infected Invade Manhattan, and Research Station Attacked. How does that feel for a roster? Feels great. I need to play some more Carnage. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, if people wanted to reach out to you, where could they find you? Oh, sure, yeah. So uh, we have got my, my cast, uh, Capital Crisis, which is uh, on iTunes, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts. I post it in the, in the different various Facebook groups as well every... Uh, every week when it goes live as well as on the discord uh servers mm-hmm. so that would be the best way 
you know, and we have um, uh, an email, just capitalcrisiscast at gmail.com for any listener questions as well. Fantastic. Um, and if you want to reach out to me, you, I am Lexa White on all the MCP discords, Gjipt on all the non-MCP discords. If you want to support the show and also hear that bonus episode we're going to be doing on Venom, Let There Be Carnage, uh, you can see that. Go to uh, patreon.com slash Lexa White to, do, to uh, uh, support the show and see that. You get that bonus episode you'll also be getting in... Uh, on the 15th, I will be releasing an episode with Abby, uh, AJP2, uh, about the Nancy Drew TV show, which I am exceptionally excited about. Um, if you want to email the show, it is morlocksmcp at gmail.com. And then if you want to read my written reviews, you can visit the, uh, see them at ggip.tumblr.com. We're coming up on the new season of TV, so I'm starting to do those again. Um... And then, if you want to see me playing other stuff, uh, every every other Monday at twitch.tv slash ash the underscore fuzzy, uh, I am teaching my friends board games who do not really know how to play board games. So we're kind of starting simple and getting more and more complex each week. And then, uh, ev- most Saturday and Sunday mornings at twitch.tv slash games, I'm doing custom Arkham Horror the card game stuff. So yeah. Have a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, sounds like it. Uh-huh. Thank you very much for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you for having me. And keep experimenting, people. <laughs> <laughs>